0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Sports Show. Brought to you today by AverageJoeSports.com, a blog for your everyday sports fan. I'm your host Noah Strachan, and today we're joined by Boston Big Four writer Brandon Verastro. Hey, how's it going? I'm real excited to be here, dude. We're always excited to have you. Uh, we we have a lot of NBA playoff action to talk about. Plus, you know, everyone saw Jose Batista get everything knocked out of him. And as always, we got to talk about the NFL. But we're gonna start off. The Thunder claimed a big Game One victory against the Warriors, one hundred eight to one hundred two. And I, I got to pick your brain on it. What are your thoughts on the the assuring Game One victory by the Thunder?
1: Well, it was first off, it was an exciting game. I wasn't expecting the Warriors to actually take off the second half. They're usually on the on the ball every game, and Curry was very sloppy that game. Seven turnovers. It just wasn't a good performance by him in terms of uh, passing the ball. But Even KD and Westbrook didn't even have good games, so that's that's the most surprising part. KD went uh, ten for thirty, Westbrook seven for twenty-one. He was one for ten in the first in the first half, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, but he had seven steals. Adams came came in big. I love Adams. That's that's
0: become one of my favorite. (laughs) I love Adams mustache. I can tell you that. Oh yeah,
1: no. Adams mustache makes it makes him like, and Dion Waiters actually wasn't completely awful or useless this game. (laughs) So it was real nice to see him step up to the plate. They only used eight players, right? Yeah, they only, they only yeah. They only D. played eight players. That's that's amazing, and only what four players from the Warriors scored in double digits. Yeah, Green I, Green had a bad, not a great game. Clay in the second half wasn't what he was in the first half, so it was just a surprising loss by the Warriors.
0: It, I I agree, hundred percent. I have. If you look at it, I mean, I, I have big questions when it came to Steph Curry hitting his first three at a buzzer beater at the end of the second quarter. It was at the end of the half, right? Yeah, that was, first that was his first three, really. Wow. Yeah, it was his first three of the game. And then uh, Clay, I mean, it, he not having a great game, I, I'm not even going to talk about Green because I always, you know, I don't, again, I don't think he's that good of a player and everybody else seems to always prove me wrong, but I'm
1: I'm with you on that one for sure. Yeah.
0: See, everybody agrees. Everyone agrees when they come in here, they're all always like, oh yeah, you know, he's, he's all right. He's not that great. And then I'm like, well, why don't, why doesn't everybody else talk about this? Like, why is he always considered like the best power point or power forward in the NBA? I'm like, no, I don't agree at all. He's subpar at best, but yeah, no, I agree. Adams had a big game. I got to ask this question though. Are there concerns with Durant and Westbrook? They played, both of them played 40 plus minutes how are you going to play 40 plus minutes in a possible seven game series and expect to have any juice left at the end?
1: Well, I mean, they're, they're not hurt. If it like Steph Curry had 40 minutes, that's actually more concerning for me as like a, as like a Warriors fan that he's playing 40 minutes, just up fresh off a knee or ankle injury. Yeah. What was it? What was it was it like? a knee injury. knee injury. So that's, that's never no, that's not good. But KD and Westbrook, they're not hurt. They can go 40 minutes and play and not be tired so Westbrook probably could have played the whole entire game if he really wanted to so. yeah
0: Westbrook's a freak in nature though but Oh yeah absolutely I, I
1: don't know I'm still 46 minutes is a lot of minutes
0: that is a lot of minutes that was surprising but um I mean to get this first one that's really important so that I is mean, true that is true yeah I mean all right and if you look at the other end I mean Curry Thompson and Green all played 40 minutes but this is definitely gonna play if this goes seven games this this plays a hundred percent in the Cavs favor. Well, if the Cavs win, which they will. Yeah. Um, because no matter what what team they have to play, they're gonna be drained. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean,
1: this is definitely going at least six or seven. Yeah. I mean, easy. Yeah. So it's it's very concerning that everyone's playing, like, more than 35 minutes. Yeah. But at the same time, this win was very important. Like, first win at at Oracle Arena, that's that's crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. To take, a, to take a victory on the road against the defending NBA champions and the heavy favorites this year, right. no, yeah, easily easily a big game. Mm-hmm. Easily. If But they have to change something. I mean, you can't have two your two stars play in 40-plus minutes and expect to win an NBA Finals. It's right. just not going to happen while the Cavs are sitting over there, you know, Undefeated, getting a week's rest every time, right. you know? and they're probably going to do the same again. So you can't you can't expect that to happen. But do they are they able to win? Can they even produce a victory if KD and Westbrook don't play forty plus minutes? That's that's the thing I was going to bring up. There's no way that they're going to win
1: if they're sitting on the bench. If Cameron Payne is in, who's a rookie, he's not going to put in valuable minutes against Steph Curry or even Sean Livingston. No. So you have to play them as much as you possibly can. I mean, if they're having good games and you put a man, obviously keep a man, but I don't see that happening. So, no, not
0: enough experience. I agree. I agree, 100. They don't have they don't have the bench, which, in my opinion, is going to come and bite them in the butt. Like, right. Exactly. At, by the end of the series, I have I have Warriors in seven. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. A lot mm-hmm. of people say Thunder in in seven, well, Thunder in Me. six. Yeah, you said Thunder in seven, mm-hmm. and I I don't know. I just I think that eventually having to play all these minutes with their top guys is going to come back to to you know, bite them in the butt, as I right. said.
1: Well, me picking Thunder in seven is just me being a fan of basketball, me wanting to see the upset. <laughs> but um, I would, def- I could definitely see them actually winning in seven, though, after this game. I mean, they, the composure they had in, the, like, the second half of the year to the playoffs now and, like, in the second half in general is just completely changed. Oh, yeah. You see them beat the Spurs with no problem at all, and now they're beating the Warriors in the second half. It's just, it's amazing to me. Billy Donovan deserves a lot of credit.
0: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A lot of people discredited him throughout the year, but I thought, I think he's a great coach. He doesn't have anything around him besides his two stars. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could say above average post players, but that's all they are. They're not great post players. They're not good post players. They're just above average. You know, Adams has, has the possibility of being a great post player and Ibaka has had, you know. Moments where he is a good post player, great right. post player, but that's all they are. Deion Waiters is a subpar sixth man. You know, MS, yeah, he's, he's nothing crazy. No, but it, if I have to, if I have to pick the series off of fandom, I'm I'm going Warriors because I cover the Cavs. Um, I have to explain this because last week. I tried to explain how I'm a Suns fan, and I took a lot of heat for it from people actually online. A lot of people were like, well, how are you, Suns fan? You're always rooting for the Cavs. You're always talking about the Cavs. Look it, all right? I'm a Suns fan. I cover the Cavs. Because I cover the fa- Cavs, I have become a Cavs fan, right. and I have to root for the Cavs because it's so much more fun to write about how great they're doing than, oh, yeah, the Cavs are terrible. That's right. why I don't cover the Suns <laughs> yeah. because the Suns are <laughs> terrible. I can't do it. Like I can't be like, oh, there's hope for the Suns when every night I'm sitting there going, oh, God, we're terrible. Why yeah. are we so bad? But if I had to pick, I mean I want the Warriors to win just because I want Cleveland to be able to beat them in the finals. And if they beat the Thunder, people aren't even gonna give any credit to LeBron. Oh no, not at all. They're gonna be like, Oh, well, you know, he he beat the Thunder. He's done that before. He can't beat Steph, he can't beat the Spurs. Well, sorry, he didn't get the chance. Yeah. You know?
1: What one glaring thing to me was in the last about two or three minutes, I didn't see Steph Curry have the ball. No. I saw Clay Thompson and Draymond Green take shots. Give it to the Two-time MVP. What are you doing? Exactly. Right? It, and, I mean, he did have a pretty awful fourth quarter, one for six from three. If you're gonna win against the Thunder, you cannot shoot like that.
0: No, but I mean, but it's one for six. Why was he only shooting six shots in the fourth That's quarter? That's true. I don't. That's know. That's a big question. But I agree, 100. You can't like you can't do it at all. Yeah. I, I mean, me and you, me and you were fighting with some kid on Facebook yesterday about how. Uh, if LeBron James did that, everybody would blow up at him. Everybody exactly. would act like he's the worst player in the world and how he's not clutch. Well, Steph Curry did it, and he had seven turnovers on top of it. You know, he didn't have a good game, and nobody bats an eye at it yeah, at I, all. That 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 post made me very angry about oh, what yeah. he was saying. But anyway. Um, <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. Yeah. We're good. Uh, he's, he's a good kid. Yeah. That's we, you know. He's, yeah. he's definitely got a good sports mind. We just yeah. like to have fun sometimes. Yeah.
1: Uh, Steph Steph Curry even said it. They were not themselves that game at no. all. They were not playing the brand of basketball they always play, which is sharing the ball. It just
0: No, yeah, they, they looked off. They looked a step back from everybody. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, because of it, they lost. And right. they have to come back, which I think that they can. They easily can. And I, I would be very surprised if they don't win tonight right. against um, against the Thunder in game two. I would be very surprised about that. Exactly. Uh, on the East – it wasn't even close. No, the, as we no. all watched, no, the Cavaliers destroyed, destroyed the Raptors, 115 to 84. And if you watched the game, it should have been 200 to 10. It was so bad, awful. I'm gonna read off some stats right here. Kyle Lowry, eight points. DeMar DeRozan, 18 points. The only other two players in double digits. The only, the only three players in double digits for the Raptors are DeRozan, who read, who led the team in points with 18. Biombo with 12 points and James Johnson with 10. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Probably the worst performance of basketball I've seen all playoffs. They were good the first quarter for about a solid six minutes. Six minutes, maybe. Yeah. yeah. They had the lead for like maybe 35 yeah. seconds or something.
1: I, I looked at um the three-point uh stats. Kyle Lowry was 0 for 7. He should probably not take as many threes.
0: No, definitely not. Awful. No, awful. He's, he's it, it was a terrible performance. That's, a, that's awful. a
1: classic Raptors. Playoff performance, right there. Yeah,
0: everybody's been waiting for that to happen the entire playoffs, and now it finally does. Like, no, you're not. There's not even a lot to talk about because you look at this series, and before it started, you realized it was over, and now that it has started, you realize that it's even farther from over than you thought it was at the beginning. It's it's probably going to be a sweep. It's easily going to be a sweep. It's going to be bad. Like, I don't think the Raptors are going to lose by less than 20 points no. throughout this entire series. No. This is going to be the biggest blowout ever. And what stood out to me, which wasn't you know a huge play, it wasn't anything, LeBron James, when he threw, when he drove past, I think it was, I don't remember, Carroll maybe? Yeah, it was it was Carroll. Yeah, and threw down that slam and then screamed at the crowd. I sat there and I, I looked at the uh, some of my buddies that I was with and I was like, man they just won the finals on that play because that's what it was that was yeah. him saying all right look it we're not we're not messing around this time no. you know we're not taking it easy we're gonna win this finals and we're gonna win this this conference at least and they're gonna do it easily easily here's a stat for you the Irving LeBron and Kevin Love combined for 65. 65- of 115 points, and they didn't play for more th- most of the fourth quarter. No, they look, play,
1: I think they all played about less than thirty. Less minutes. than
0: thirty minutes. LeBron James had the most minutes with thirty. That's and they. Kyrie, Kyrie had thirty. Or Kyrie, yeah, yeah, excuse me. And they combined for 65 points. That's insane. That's that's amazing.
1: When I actually looked at the other players as well. Richard Jefferson had a pretty solid game too. He had like oh, yeah. nine points, 11 rebounds. I'm like, he's like 35. I know. Yo, <laughs> he, was,
0: he was destroying the boards though. You oh watch that God. games. He was down there the entire time. Yeah. Like He wasn't Richard Jefferson shooting threes or, you know, you know, hanging out on the top of the post like he was down there he was playing dirty i liked it i liked every second of it if lebron doesn't win for cleveland he's gotta win for richard jefferson after that performance richard jefferson i love him (laughs) (laughs) who does it he's like he was he's the ray he's the new ray allen in my opinion Like that's how i look at him like when ray allen was on the heat with them with lebron james and d wade in them i was like oh man like i want to see ray you know win another one to, yeah, to leave, and now I'm like, I just want Richard Jefferson to get a ring. Like yeah. I'm dying over here. I don't know if
1: he. I don't know if he won. I think he might have won with the Mavs. But either way, I mean, I want him to get a ring. Yeah, I think either he way. was on the Mavs. Yeah, that year, the beat
0: the, when they beat LeBron. But I was
1: watching that game, and I was watching Carroll try to uh, post up uh, LeBron. It was just, I'm like, no, it's it's not gonna happen. He had a better time playing in Atlanta, but that was nah, no, no, yeah. he had no chance, none. <laughs> it was bad. The all. entire
0: game was just a giant joke. That's yeah. what it was. It mm-hmm. was just a joke. Yeah. This is probably the most outstanding LeBron James stat I've ever heard. I'm gonna read it to you and everybody else. LeBron James the other day, the day of the game actually, to make you know game one victory blowout even better. Right. This is what happened. He signed. Well, he signed a lifetime deal with Nike in in December, a right. uh, couple months ago and nobody had any idea how much it was worth and nobody he didn't even have any idea how much it was worth yesterday he found out how much it was worth and it will be worth over a billion dollars in his lifetime yo lebron you want to give me a meal yeah
1: right I, I go to college man this this it's rough out here right that's that's amazing i mean he doesn't even have he, he could sign a like a contract for basketball for like a dollar yeah this he could like, play for matter. free
0: yeah that's what he should do he like, should be like you know what guys go sign KD yeah. you know, next year go sign Russell Westbrook and let's build the greatest team of all time yeah. i'm not even going to play for anything no. because i have a billion dollars coming my way kobe bryant's going to come out of retirement for that sixth ring oh gosh yeah, gosh, yeah. <laughs> if he does he's not going to do it but that would be awesome if he no did. I would, I'd call him. I'd call everybody. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, AI, you, you got another season in you? Yeah. Jordan, come on, buddy. Everybody. I don't <laughs> care. Give me give me Shaq. Forget about the Hornets. We, we, they'll be all right. Yeah. They're not going to win anyways because I'm here and I have a billion dollars, so yeah. we're fine. Yeah. You know, we might as well just come play for us. At least give me a pair of sneakers, though. Like Something, man. right? Like, he should give awesome. out free sneakers. <laughs> His next sneakers should be free. That's a great idea, actually. That'd, that'd be great. He should think about something like I'd that. I'd be very happy about that. Oh, I'd be first in line. I'd yeah. be there four days in advance. I'll no give way. you a ride. I'll oh, give you yeah. a ride there. Oh, gosh, yeah, gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Mm-hmm. This is, like, how do you sign a billion dollars? One billion dollars. Like, I'm, I don't even know what a billion dollars looks like. No, neither. I don't even know what a million dollars looks like. I don't even know what
1: a thousand looks like. Yeah, so. I've never even seen Must a thousand nice. dollars
0: in person, like a whole <laughs> thousand dollars, <laughs> no. let alone a billion dollars. No. Imagine a check with that many zeros. I'd have to count them, like, a few yeah, times. I'd I have to be like... All right, this, yeah, is sure this, is this is a lot of money.
1: Are you us a billion? Because this is a lot of zeros. My God, there's a lot of zeros. In this, yeah, like geez.
0: that's – how do you write a check for a billion dollars? Like I feel like you just have to write like one and then the word billion Yeah. because there's too many zeros for that. That takes up too much space. Man. It's insane. <laughs> insane. That's that's his victory. He doesn't even need a ring. He could buy one. He yeah. could buy the the next, you know, five rings that he, that he needs yeah. or whatever, Yeah. and then he'll be fine. Yeah, no? exactly. All right, we got we to gotta talk NBA draft lottery. Has everyone watched last night? the draft lottery for the first time ever actually went in complete order with the projections of how it should went should have went which was it was cool it was interesting to watch yeah. um, the first five picks if if no one saw it, I'll read them out um, the 76ers got the first pick then the lakers the celtics which steal I don't I don't like you're going to have to you, explain thank you brooklyn nets we appreciate you that's insane the brooklyn nets are just going to get worse and the celtics are going to compete for a ring next year Yeah. it's going to be bad i can't wait <laughs> then the suns and the T Wolves. And after that, you know, Pelicans, Nuggets, Kings, Raptors, Bucks, and then it goes on. Yeah. The 76ers have the first pick <laughs> in the draft. Mock draft that we use is from basketball insiders. He has Brandon Ingram going first overall to the 76ers. I I don't know if I agree with the pick, but I, I got to ask you, what, what are your thoughts on it?
1: Well, the past, what, three years they picked up Biggs? Yeah. So, you know, you figure you pick up a guard that can shoot. Pretty sure he's a guard,
0: right? He's a guard. He's a forward, yeah. Small forward, guard, shooting yeah. guard, whatever you want to put him as. They
1: have Embiid, Noel, Okafor, and then Ish Smith, and I'm pretty. There's Roten. Yeah, I, they're not horrible players.
0: They're young. They're all young. So. I don't think, but I don't think Ish Smith or Roten is a starter. Oh no,
1: no, no! They're probably second string at best.
0: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You probably should get Ingram.
1: I mean, Ben, what I hear is you know from everybody, you pick the best player available, but. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not too sold on Ben Simmons myself. If you're the best player in the draft, how do you not get your team to the? Like, well,
0: the LSU was terrible. They, they had were, nothing else around him. Everybody blamed him for a, a lot of their problems, but they were not making the NCAA tournament or even coming close with him without him there. And they came. They came a little close with him there. That's true. He improved that team tremendously. Right. LSU kind
1: of um, messed with him a little bit. I'm pretty sure he had like the the grade issue. Oh and yeah. Then he wasn't really happy about the situation, so he's probably happy to just leave LSU in general. But yeah. um, I, I, I say Sixers take Brandon Ingram first. I was hoping the Celtics would get first so they can take him. But Yeah,
0: the Celtics with Brandon Ingram would be really, really nice with yes. Isaiah Thomas, Ingram, you know. We need uh, a shooter smart, and a big man. all of them, so yeah. that think- solves two of them in one in one, in one spot. I, I don't know. I never thought – I think Ingram has a lot of upside, and a lot of people com- compare him to Durant, mm-hmm. but – if you look at him and you watch him play, he plays really small. He plays like as small. He plays as small of a size as he actually is. He's a twig, and yeah. he needs to get much bigger. And at least KD plays with a little physicality, and he did in college. Yeah, he's also six eleven too, so that helps. That is true. But what Ingram's what six <laughs> seven? Yeah. So he's not super small, and he's got to play at least some post game, and he doesn't have any. He plays. He plays like if he gets hit, he's gonna snap in half, which which concerns me. He's got a lot of basketball talent. Don't get me wrong. But I don't I, I don't necessarily agree with the number one pick in the draft. But let the 76ers get him because, I mean, you go to the 76ers, it's not like you're going to do much anyways. No. So at, Okafor found that out real quick. Yeah, real quick. They all did. That's why Embiid's not. Embiid knew it the day he got drafted. Everybody watched him say it. He's like, oh, man. Yeah. like, But – and that's why he's not playing. I'm convinced, 100% convinced. He's just like, you know what, I'm just going to coast this out because I'm not about to play for the 76ers. But I can't wait for Embiid to play, though. I've been he's waiting gonna for be him. He's
1: going good. Yeah, I, I hear that he's been killing dudes. I mean, again, 70, he's been killing dudes on the 76ers. 76ers, yeah. But still, I mean, that's, that is just, I just can't wait for him to play. No, he, gonna be, he's going to be great. good. Yeah. going to
0: be good. If you if you look down, though, i I got to say one that stands out to me a lot is Buddy Heald going fifth to the Wolves. That's gonna make the Timberwolves, in my opinion, in three years, are going to be one of the scariest teams in the NBA. Oh, they're gonna be great. They have a lot like of young talent. That is just—it's not just young talent; it's young superstars. Yes, that's what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and you add Buddy Hield to that. There's no way Buddy Hield's not going to be a great NBA player, and he proved that to, in his outstanding performance in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So, w- add him with Wiggins and call Anthony Towns and you know in my opinion it's game over like they, yeah. that's their big 3
1: yeah they're going to they'll they'll make the playoffs maybe not next year but
0: the year, the year after that, that. Yeah.
1: cuz Carl Towns and Wiggins still have some like learning to do but, Yeah, cuz Wiggins needs to be a better all-around player he can score but you know you don't yeah. really see much else from him yeah, exactly. but that's why i was kind of hoping the Celtics were going to pick him i'm hoping <laughs> that's that's the goal cuz we need a shooter so i'm hoping buddy hill gets a gets buddy. goes to the Celtics but if he went to the wolves Oh, I'd be I'd be a big Timberwolves fan, yeah, especially because KG might be the owner at some point.
0: At some point, yeah, or the so, coach. So something. I might honestly
1: be like a like a little bit of a Timberwolves fan.
0: Yeah, that is true. You have and you have a right to. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're, you know, a set, you cover the Celtics or so you're a Celtics fan, I mean, K like Garnett, like you're just allowed to. Yeah, I'm, I'm allowed. Don't don't yeah, judge me. You're not like no <laughs> one can. No one can. <laughs> That's judge my you. West team. I get it. Uh, another player that stands out to me. I really like um Chris Dunn going to the Pelicans. I lo- I think he's I think he's a great. Offensive player, mm-hmm. and the Pelicans have no offensive game at all. They have no point guard. They, None. I mean, they do, but like he's always Drew Holiday, always hurt, always. And he was when he went there, he was a superstar. He had all the all the you know upside in the world. Yeah. But now he's kind of fell falling off. You this know? is kind of like the Nuggets
1: picking a Moutier. Get rid of Ty Lawson. They're probably gonna get rid of Drew Holiday.
0: Yeah, definitely. And grab Chris Chris Dunn or they might even keep Drew Holiday, keep him as a sixth man, because it's not like they pay him much. Right. He I mean, and who who else is what are they gonna do with him? Yeah. I mean, they just drop Ty Lawson. You, you could get you might be able to get a second round draft pick for you know, for Drew Holiday, maybe to yeah. like a, a team that suckers at that, like, you know, the Suns or something. But <laughs> You're but, not gonna let that go, are you? No, nothing. Nothing. They're <laughs> Uh, front office, I need to I need to make a call there. Uh, it's bad, but yeah. I like it. I like the Pelicans if that's the pick. I mean, obviously this is you know mock draft. Right. But Ben Simmons to the Lakers. We if we don't talk about that, you know, we're not even we're not even sports analysts. Like yeah, that's at this nothing. Uh that is, in my opinion, the perfect place for the next Kobe Bryant, because he doesn't play like Kobe Bryant, but he's a star like Kobe Bryant. Right. And I kind of hope they don't pick him. Because I don't like
1: the Lakers, but that's just me. But Ben Simmons there would probably be real good. He'd be amazing. Julius Randle, uh, DeAndre Russell, like I said, they're going to be like the Timberwolves. They're not going to make the playoffs next year. No, they're going to have some learning to do, especially Russell, because of his debacle but
0: um, <laughs> yeah yeah uh lakers, lakers can make the playoffs eventually
1: you yeah. know, they'll, they'll probably be end up being a good
0: team they have a young they have a young team they need a post game they definitely need a post game i yeah. don't think julius randall's the answer at all no but, but there's a lot of people that are coming out this year that you, that you could even grab late, um and may, maybe trade up for maybe you know just let them fall to you but they, they have an opportunity to grab somebody i think right. this draft's filled with talent yeah i i like them a lot i mean the suns you know the suns the last pick the Suns the Suns picked besides Devin Booker that I really was excited about was probably I was a little excited about T.J. Warren I guess um, Alex Lynn I wasn't really excited about you know and before that like I'm not I'm not, I can't even remember like I wasn't big enough of a Suns fan to actually care but Jalen Brown you know out of Cal that's a great pick right I would be super excited about that um, he's a great scorer and he's a point guard which are he's a uh, Kind of like a, a one to three guard. Yeah, okay. you can you can
1: do a couple things. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. And we we need that. I mean, Eric Bledsoe is injury prone. Brandon Knight is just garbage. I don't care what anybody says. Damn. Um, I he, like Brandon Knight. Oh no, he's terrible. I mean, he makes
1: some pretty bad plays at times. That's why he's always on. He's more Shackton, but he, Shacton a fool. But he, I mean, he, I I there's he can score. I mean, he, he can be a help to a team. I just don't. I mean, he's not going to be on a title team anytime soon. No, he's not going to bring a team to a
0: title, obviously. But I like—I obviously like Blitzel more than him, too, though. I like Blitzo a lot. But yeah. I, If I look when I when I think of Brandon Knight, I think of the fact that I've seen him more on fluke plays than I have on plays where he's actually done something well. The one play I remember Brandon Knight
1: missed. Uh, oh my god! I, it was, I know what you're gonna say. It was it, when he was on the Bucks. Yep. And it was a game-winning layup, and he like he was wide open, completely missed it. Awful. i'm like that's like mia me, mellow that's that's awful i mean yeah, terrible yeah you can't you can't miss that layout
0: but <laughs> i i like brandon knight just because i feel bad for him that he gets he gets tortured a little bit he so. gets tortured all the time the day he uh, his basketball career ended his gr- good basketball career ended the day that deandre jordan destroyed oh, it, Polish, yeah killed him like i felt i actually felt bad mm-hmm. for the kid yeah. um but, and he tried to make a play on it, but you're know, obviously not going to. No. You're just going to end up making yourself look worse. Nah, so. DeAndre, I'm just falling down. I'm going to run away or something. Yeah. DeAndre <laughs> no. Jordan's a big No, you got, you got that. Yeah. It's like, all you, you know it's what? All You can make that either way, so yeah. I might as well just save some respect a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Not nah, awful. Uh, at that, I felt terrible for him. I really did. I really felt – I actually felt bad for him. Right. Um, so, the, you know, the Suns need somebody to kind of – I don't want to say replace him, maybe learn behind him, but the Suns have this problem where – they draft a player who I believe is you know, a good player like T.J. Warren or Tyler Ennis, who had a lot of upside. And then for some reason, they think that instead of developing them in the NBA, they're just going to send them down to the D-League for a little while. Like T.J. Warren was in the D-League, and I believe he still is in the D-League. And I don't understand what the process of thinking that is. You just draft a guy in the lottery because they always have lottery picks. Right. And <laughs> you're just like, you know what? We're not going to make the team better this year. We're going to wait. We're gonna let him develop in the D league right. against D league talent and hope that he plays well in the NBA. That's not how you do it. Ride him off the bench or something. You know? I, I, that's that was actually my
1: problem with the Celtics with Jordan Mickey because we needed a big man because we don't have we have Kelly Olynyk as our best big man. He gets out rebounded by Marcus Smart. Yeah. So we needed a guy that can play defense down low who averages he averaged like three blocks a game and. I think LSU and in the D-League. So I was like, you know, we should probably put him in. He puts him in for like two minutes a game maybe. Yeah. Which
0: hey, is, it's I don't, just frustrating. I don't get it. Like, it's not it's not football. You know, you're no. not going to develop these guys for a few years and then let them play. Like, you're just going to throw them in there. Yeah. You, know, yeah, you got you it. To. It's basketball. There's yeah. five people on the court at a time. Make sure that your stars are on the court at that time. As much as them, as much starter power as you can at one time is the only way to win in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why Kevin Durant just played 46 minutes in a game because that's how you win <laughs> yeah. you know they know ne- he was never playing in the d-league you want to know why because you don't play your stars in the d-league um sure. i want to talk about one more name in, in this lottery uh basketball insiders has denzel valentine going to the jazz um at the 13 the 12th pick 12th pick in the draft um i like denzel valentine i think that he's a great college basketball player i don't necessarily agree with a lottery pick for him i think that he's got a lot of upside, but a lot of downside.
1: I like him better than um, Scal. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. Labisier? Lab, Le- Le- yeah. I like him more than than Scal, but I don't really like Denzel that much either. But in the right situation, I think he could be a great player. Like, I think in the Jazz, they don't really have any big man besides um, – they have a – I forget what their, his name is. The Jazz are very, like, unknown players. It's Gordon <laughs> Haywood and then a bunch of – That's a, Rudy exactly. Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Uh, so yeah. – I mean, I don't know. I'm not really big on him either, but at the same time, I can understand why the Jazz pick him. I like him better than Scal, though, for sure. Uh, I, yeah, all right. Scal yes. was very soft in
0: Kentucky. That is true. That No, that's very true. He's a big man that does not – you know, does does not for some reason like to play like a big man? Yeah, and he just likes to get beat up all the time. I don't understand time. why. I, um, I agree <laughs> completely. I, I'm not even drafting Scal like at all. Um, no, I no. didn't think he was even worthy of a lottery pick or a first round pick at all. You know, I like
1: Thon Ma- Ma- uh, Thon Maker better than him. The guy from Austria. Yeah, yeah, he's like seven foot. He's like eighteen or something like that. Yeah, I know so what you're about.
0: I, I like him better because he's at least a a pretty good big man. But I mean. I mean, if you, I don't know the Ma- but the Magic have this habit of drafting guys that are like, you know, kind of good in college, and yeah. then they come to the Magic and they're like, yeah, yeah. all right, good, you know. I can't believe they,
1: I still can't believe they gave gave away Channing Fry, basically yeah. for nothing. Oh that's, my gosh,
0: best move the Cavs made in years, yep. in years. They, you know, that's that's better than the LeBron pick because LeBron was coming back either way. Oh know? yeah. You know, we needed Channing Fry. That needed to happen. We needed a shooter bad. Oh, 100%. And he was it. He was the answer. Mm -hmm. Um, Great pick. But Denzel, I I mean, yeah, I agree. You know, he could. I guess for a low end lottery pick, he's probably about the best you're going to get. But I think there's a lot of guys out there that, you know, could be drafted over him, possibly should be. But you know, obviously, this is this is a mock draft. Big yeah. names are gonna go first before other names, and everybody wants to see Denzel Valentine in the draft because right, of, of what he did throughout his college career. Um, I want to move on to the MLB. You know, we talked a lot of basketball. We got to talk about this. Um, if you did not see it, if you did not see Jose Batista uh. get knocked out, you need to. You need to YouTube it right now. Just just YouTube Batista getting punched in the face, and I guarantee the first thing that comes up. Is Ruffton O'Dar? Is that am I pronounce his name right? Um,
1: o- I know O'Dor. I don't know.
0: It's. I believe it's Ruffin. Ruffin.
1: Punch, he
0: punched him. The second baseman. For, I'll explain it. O'Dor is the second baseman for the Texas Rangers. Jose Batista came sliding real hard and real late. I I agree with O'Dor hundred percent in this. Into second base, he stood up, and I swear it was about half a second before before O'Dor's hand. Clocked him in the face, and it wasn't even like a light hit or like anything at all. I'm surprised Batista did not just pass out right, right there. It was a clock. Yeah, Odor.
1: Odor about that life. Oh,
0: That's 100%. 100%. He now, was loving it.
1: I love Joey Batista, especially after um, it was against the Rangers in the in the playoffs last year when he uh, hit the home run yeah. and did the bat flip. flip. The uh, bat. That, was, yep. that was the day I loved Ho- uh, Jose Batista. But he got hit by a pitch, and then you know he decided to get back at someone for it. Yep. And you look at Odor, he's kind of short. He's not a big. He's not a tall dude. So no, but he's you know, he's a little bulky. I, yeah,
0: I'd I take. I wouldn't uh, take a hit from no.
1: him. No, no, no one will after that. <laughs> uh, Batista kind of went up to him, was like, "All right, we're gonna talk a little smack," and that's it, and then he got clocked yeah i couldn't even i he's my favorite player now i mean like I, I if if i'm at if i'm at first base and it's a ground ball to him i'm not i'm just gonna walk back to the dugout i'm not going to second base you, no, have I a do. good night man you know I'm, <laughs> not,
0: I'm not running into you we you do you man That's. Th- this is how this is how he explained it he said he doesn't regret the, pu- the punch he said that he stood up and he looked at batista he said maybe two words were exchanged mm-hmm. and i needed to hit him he said, "I did not regret the punch." He says, "I was protecting myself." That's what he said. He was yeah. protecting himself. I don't believe that at all. all no, right? but not, what was he gonna do like that? What? Why did you fear that much that you needed to punch him in the face? Look at, I don't. I'm not saying that it was wrong because I liked it. I liked every second of it. Right. Um, but I don't think that the reason for it was the what what should what he should have yeah. said he should have just been like yeah you know he, he pissed me off last yeah. year you know I needed to hit him yeah which is what happened he, and now he suspended eight games he suspended suspended one and for some reason they're both going to appeal the suspension which I don't understand that what do you feel like there's not enough evidence there because I mean yeah, I could show pretty, you enough re- evidence
1: I have a picture I at least posted at least six times it's my background on my phone <laughs> it's, it's it's a great punch I mean he re- I, I heard that he was taken on uh, like guys in like when he was in the miners minors, leagues. yeah, he was taking on like the whole team. I'm like, oh. so you that's
0: like Rick Mahorn back in the bad boy yeah. days, taking it on the entire Chicago Bulls team. That's who he is. He's become that. Yeah. He's become the Mahorn of of the MLB now. Yeah, and it's scary. I and, I'm not made gonna baseball lie. Fun. I love it. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. Like I don't. I'm not a huge fan of early season baseball. Right. Um, I'm not even a huge fan of post or of late season baseball. You know, I just like the postseason, close right. to the postseason. Um, but it it was, it was awesome. Like I saw that. I was like, man, I should start watching a baseball game here or there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, catch up a little bit on yeah. my blue Jays and my Rangers. It it was cool. I never even heard of him before this. Like, no, neither I did no I. idea I was, I was who he like, was.
1: Who, who is that? I, yeah. Uh, Michael Young was the Rangers shortstop at that point still or yeah. second baseman. So I, it's, it's been a while since I followed baseball yeah. by that much, but O'Dour is definitely my. I might have to get his jersey just for show oh, some
0: respect. Definitely. Yeah, right. A t-shirt, something. Yeah. I want him to sign in everything. Yeah. I want, him, I want him to sign my fist. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Just, just be like, yo, that happened. Sign, sign, sign my both, face. both my hands. Joey <laughs> Bats, right <Yeah>. there. <laughs> it was awesome. If yeah, I want to see. I haven't seen Batista since the hit, mm-hmm. and I want to see how swollen his face is. He said he he was
1: on camera. I'm pretty. He was doing an interview. He's like. It, it takes a lot for me to get to me, me to fall down like that. If Baltre if Adrian Baltray wasn't behind him, he was he was falling. Oh, hundred percent. That was probably the best punch I've ever seen in sports.
0: Yeah, that was that was a great right hook like that At least was I've
1: seen in like person like yeah, in, like watching the game. I
0: don't yeah, and we, I've seen a lot of fights yeah. in sports a ton, and I've never that was beautiful. That yeah, was that's... like Conor McGregor should call him up and be like, hey man, where'd you learn to punch like that? Because. I, I gotta, gotta play, play Floyd soon and he's 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 a pretty good defender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Like I need to be quick like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um that awesome. I, that's probably the most exciting thing that happened in baseball. But yeah. last night there was a lot that happened. Um we gotta talk about Chris Davis. The, uh, plays for the A's, and last night I swear he was a combination of A Rod, um Tashera, you know Bryce Harper, Trout all of them combined into one. The kid hit three home runs in a game and had a walk-off grand slam to end the game and beat the Rangers. Eight to five. Three home runs. He went three for five. Three for five. There's three hits, home runs. That's I've never even heard of that before. That's insane. I give him so much props for that. So much. That I'm an A's fan, so that excites me. Yeah. Because I'm not really
1: huge in the—I know Coco Crisp. That's Who pretty, doesn't know
0: Coco Crisp? That's true. <laughs> He's the man. That.
1: But— that that excites me for A's baseball. I know they're not gonna be good this year because they're all young and they don't really have a whole lot of talent. Yeah. But that's that's awesome. Yeah. I, I I enjoy it and especially the celebration after. What when he hit the home uh, the grand the slam? slam yeah. The I remember seeing it on Twitter. He was like the third splash brother. He took his helmet and he shot it like a three. Yeah, I'm like that's awesome, especially because he's from Oakland. And Steph obviously playing Oakland, so that's, yeah, that was awesome. So oh, Steph that, should give him a shout out for that shot.
0: He should, dude. He should. I mean, at least somebody <laughs> was hitting threes in that game. Yeah, right. But uh, he, oh gosh, insane. I watched him. I watched him hit his second home run. I tuned into in the game late. I watched him hit his second home run. And the Grand Slam, and I was like, Wow, like I should have watched the whole game. This is yeah. insane. This guy's going off right now. And it was a good game of baseball. I mean, eight to five, that's not a boring game. Right. You know, it was it was it was high scoring mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, I still out in LA. Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw became the fifth player since nineteen hundred. Since nineteen hundred. We're talking over a hundred years ago to throw the fifth player since then. To throw six straight games of ten plus strikeouts, six straight starts. He, he last night he threw 11, 11 Ks, you know, with eight eight in, in eight innings. Right. And they beat the they beat the Angels five to one. Obviously the Angels aren't great, but to throw eleven strikeouts is you know is pretty insane, and to do it six straight games in a row, that's impressive. Yeah, he's definitely one
1: of the best pitchers of our time. I. That's that's impressive. I, I really don't have any words for that other than that. that's pretty impressive. It's
0: all it is. That's last night was to round to sum up last night in baseball. It was just it was a great night. In baseball. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. You know, I, I would have rather watched baseball last night than uh, what uh, what I did watch, which was the embarrassment of the Eastern Conference. That's yeah. what it was.
1: Yeah. I probably should have tuned into that game because. Yeah.
0: Right. I would have rather watched after about Coach after I mean, about
1: like the third quarter. I was like, all right, this is over. I mean,
0: uh, ah, yeah, I was I was done as soon as the Cavs took the lead in the first. I was like. Well, that was fun. That was a good game, yeah. and then it was just over from there. Yeah, it was just nice to see people make shots. Now at that point, oh, definitely, definitely wasn't even like I don't even I don't know. Was <laughs> it? It was embarrassing. That's what you could say. It oh was, yeah, it was definitely, definitely embarrassing. Absolutely. Um, we got. I wanna We got to talk NFL. I mean, who doesn't want to talk NFL? But there's really not much to talk about except for the fact that the Bills have lost just about everybody in about two days <laughs> <laughs> since Monday. Sammy Watkins has. We, everyone has learned that Sammy Watkins had surgery on his foot, the foot that he broke during during last season, um, and he isn't expected to be back until the end of preseason at the earliest. And then Shaq Lawson, their first-round draft pick, had to have surger, shol, shoulder surgery excuse me, on an injury that everyone said he wasn't going to need surgery on. And now the Bills are left from a team that could have possibly made a playoff run t- to... A team that doesn't have any superstars. No,
1: uh, they don't have a quarterback, at least a good one. Tyrod Taylor's decent, but he's not doing anything without Sammy Watkins. Sammy no. Watkins is what Kelvin Benjamin was yeah. for the Carolina, but Cam Newton's obviously better. Yeah, much better. But Sammy Watkins is like a thousand-yard receiver, probably a Pro Bowler at some point. So that that hurts. I mean, he's expected to come back, but I don't know how well he's going to be off that so uh, that foot. Yeah, um, surgery, I mean, so. y- he's
0: a fast guy. You don't know how much speed you're going to lose with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. how much agility, you know? And you you watch Sam, what Sammy's good at is blowing past you, mm-hmm. catching the ball, and just taking off for ninety yards. You yeah. know, that's what he's good at. And you can lose a lot of that with a foot injury, especially a broken foot. I mean, that's that's a lot of rehab. That's a lot of
1: yeah. That's that's not good.
0: No, not at all. And then Shaq Lawson, <laughs> this is my problem. Everyone said in the pre-draft workouts and the combine how Shaq Lawson wasn't going to need. Um, shoulder surgery on his on his the injury that he had in college, um, that he didn't really miss much time for. You know, it, it didn't really affect him too much. Right. Um, and everyone was like, okay, well, you know, he doesn't need surgery. He's fine. He was cleared by doctors after doctors. And then the the Bills draft him, and I gave them so much praise. I said how this was a steal. I said how you know they they won the draft because of this. You know, besides Tunzel, that that was the best pick in the first round. All this. Yeah. And then we're not even a month after the draft and Shaq Lawson has to have surgeries, our surgery. And nobody has any idea how long it's going to keep him out for. It could be Adam Schefter said four to six months. Yeah. I mean, like what happened? Why did, why did all of a sudden this, this occur? And the bills GM Doug Whaley said that it was to prevent him from having trouble during the season. Well, why, why did you take a risk on someone who has to have surgery when, you knew that he didn't need to have it. Why are you now saying, okay, well, you know, we're going to have it just to prevent injury when everybody before said, well, he's not going to get injured if he doesn't have the surgery. I just have a huge problem with it.
1: That that actually makes no sense whatsoever. Like, I don't understand how, like, one minute, like, he's okay, and the next minute, you know, he needs surgery. He's out for four to six months now. That's 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 not good. But the Bills are going to make headlines anyway because Rex Ryan's their coach. He's going to say something oh, stupid yeah. and just yeah. make headlines. That's all... He really cares about anyway. So. I, if
0: I'm if I'm uh, Rex Ryan, I'm a nervous I'm, I'm a nervous wreck because yeah, they said that he's got one more season uh, to make the playoffs and he had an almost playoff team around him and now you know he's got nothing. He's got right. a team that's not even going to come close to making the playoffs. No. if these guys don't play, so I, I'm super nervous. Uh, uh yeah, no, they're they're done. I, I don't see them unless Sammy Watkins
1: is completely okay. Yeah, because you can lose Shaq Lawson. I mean, it's really he's a good defensive player but Sammy Watkins is a big injury like that's a big
0: loss oh definitely definitely especially that's a bigger for loss offense Shaq Lawson for sure so oh 100 percent. 100 percent. and they need him they need he's basically that entire offense because LaShawn McCoy didn't have the best of years last year no. he's still good but the, that offensive line is not good no so you can't not expect not him to do what he did in Philly in Buffalo when he doesn't have the offensive line around him to do what he needs to do so yeah, I agree. Watkins is Watkins is a big is a yeah. big loss. Um, I I know you want to talk about this, but we'll get back to it. We'll talk about we'll talk about Sam Bradford in a minute. We gotta talk about Miles Jack okay. because he was drafted by the Jaguars in the second round. In my opinion, the best draft pick of the entire draft, in hands down a steal. He in my in my mind he was the fifth best player in the entire draft, and he fell to the second round for – you know, a knee injury that he doesn't even is isn't even going to affect him until at least five to eight years into, the, into his NFL career, which for a linebacker is a long time. Right. Um. He he still hasn't graduated. UCLA graduates late. They don't graduate for another month. Um. OTAs start or have started for some teams and he isn't allowed to partake in them because he hasn't graduated from college yet. And he's made it very clear that he's upset with this rule i just want to know your thoughts on this rule because i don't i i agree with him i i think it's bad why you've now officially been drafted in the nfl that is your job that is what you're trying to do you don't need to be at graduation all you have to do is take your finals at most schools um and the nfl isn't allowing him to even participate in otas because he hasn't graduated which, in my opinion, again is a bunch of right. is bogus.
1: Uh, well, first off, Jaguars are making the playoffs this year. Hundred percent. So I'm, I'm, yeah, they're they're winning that division. Second off, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is a pretty awful rule because you you now have a job in the NFL where you have to like learn the playbook and now he has a playbook, but it's better obviously to learn. Yeah, you need to be on, there. Like being there. Yeah. So. That that hurts him. That also hurts my Packers as well because Kenny Clark, you you see, that was our first pick, UCLA. He's also annoyed with it. They do UCLA is very weird. They do like a quarter system. That's what we used yeah. to do like in middle school, like first, second, third, and fourth quarter. So that's that's kind of weird, but that hurts him because you know that's that's this is his job. He has to learn the playbook. He has to learn what they have to do. So yeah. it's, that
0: hurts him a lot. It, it is. Like I don't. That. I don't agree with it. I no. don't. I mean, there's not much to say. The NFL is obviously isn't going to change the rule because of us, but I could voice my concern. My concern is that these players, Miles Jack, for one, um, you know, is he's a starter in the NFL immediately. Mm-hmm. He's going to step into the Jags and be their linebacking, their linebacker threat. He's going to control that defense most likely right off the dot. Absolutely. And now he's got to wait an entire month, miss almost the entire OTA season, just to graduate school at once he already got the job and all these juniors that left already and these redshirt sophomores that left already they're allowed to already partake in the nfl activities and these guys can't it and it, it affects it affects a lot of players it affects players more in the sense of what if you didn't get drafted you tried out for a team and now you are still are still on a contract that you could that you could be cut from immediately yeah. and now you can't partake in otas I mean that hurts your chances of making it into the, into the NFL tremendously. So it affects way more than just the players who were drafted in the first and second round.
1: Yeah, that's not going to affect him in particular, but yeah. like because like he's probably going to make the team considering the Jaguars' defense was peatured, awful, peatured yeah. last year. But it it does it does stink. But at the same time, you know, you kind of went to college for four years. I mean, I'm sure your family wants to see you get that degree. Uh, yeah, I'm stage. sure too. But. It, you, it does, but it does hurt because that's obviously the money is kind of more important at that point. Yeah, you're gonna like, get you're gonna get your scholarship either, or you're
0: gonna get your exactly, um, or even diploma either way, even so. go and go to graduation, miss that day of OTAs, and take your finals. But why do you have to, why like why do you have to miss an entire month if you're academically, if you're okay enough academically to, to, I don't know to. to to pass, I guess, maybe maybe not just pass, but obviously you want to pass, you know, you want to do as well as you, as you can, but if you're okay academically enough to graduate and take your finals and all that, then why can't you go to Jacksonville and play football, which is now your career? And then go back and take your finals or take them online and then go and graduate. Right. I mean, you have enough money now to go and make that happen. You could fly back and forth no matter how many times you need to in the course of a week or two weeks or a month or whatever. It's not really going to affect the, you know, 10000 or the $10 million you were just handed on your contract. Right. Yeah, that, it, it's not a good rule. I don't, I don't agree with it, but I don't
1: know. You can't really do anything about no, it. Yeah, no. You kind of just have to go with it and just. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be in the NFL you're gonna probably you're gonna he's gonna have a good career so yeah I mean, you know, it's not gonna it, affect him it's but just, it, it it does it's like he's itching to play in the NFL he's itching to learn the Jaguar system especially because he's looking at this team and go all right we have a really good shot of yeah. actually making some noise this year yeah so it does uh, hurt him a it, lot
0: yeah it, you know, it, it, it it's a rule that needs to be changed but Absolutely. obviously we aren't we aren't the people to change it no um this is I knew I know you're gonna be excited about this mm-hmm. I'm gonna read off a quote michael Bennett uh, the defensive lineman for the Seattle Seahawks, you know, he's voiced his concerns with his contract and how he needs to. He wants to be paid more, but he still continues to play for, for the Seahawks. He hasn't showed up to OTAs yet, but I mean, he didn't last year, and he still played and had a great season. He it was his first time as a Pro Bowler, right? And I'm sure he'll have a great year again. This is he was not focused on the Seahawks at all in his la- latest interview. He was focused on Sam Bradford. And this is his exact words, quote-unquote, on Sam Bradford and the whole situation involving the Eagles, Carson Wentz, and his starting job. I listened to Bradford again. I just almost threw up. I can't believe Sam Bradford is complaining about making $40 million in the next two years and because he actually has to compete for a position. This guy, this guy right here, definitely sets a bad tone for what a player should be. And then he went on to talk about how he wouldn't want to play with this guy and how if he was on his team, he wouldn't feel trusted in the offense. And I agree 100%. Sam Bradford's a joke. He's a total joke. And I'm going to let you – I'm going to sit back because I went off last week on Sam Bradford, and I'm going to let you just you know go off on the dude that you've been waiting yeah. to go off on. Sam Bradford is has done nothing to
1: even deserve $40 million. No. Nothing. He's – his best season was last year, 7-7, seven seven, 19 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. That is not even worth $10 million. No, It's not. The fact that he is complaining about having to compete for a starting job with a guy from South Dakota State, that's that's just pathetic. Like you were, Sam Bradford's pathetic. I had to look in the camera for that one. <laughs> but Sam Bradford is, why are you so upset about that? And then he went out, and he didn't show up, thinking, oh, some team's going to pick me up. Why would any team pick you up after what you just did? Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to play for the Eagles anymore cuz they they don't want like they're getting a quarterback in the draft. That's how you compete. You're, are you afraid? Are you really afraid to compete? Is that what it is? Like you're just going to get handed this job because you were a number 1 pick, you were a Heisman trophy winner, but you're hurt every single season. Your your bones are like glass at this point. You're not I've seen him play cuz most of my friends were Eagles fans. So, I would watch the Eagles games. And they would do. They did a close up on Sam Bradford, and his eyes literally lit up after he got hit by it, like a defensive player. He's scared, scared out of his mind. He can't. He's not good in the pocket at all. He's not even mobile at this point. He's just not a good quarterback. So I completely agree with Michael Bennett as well, and as, and you. So that he's he's pathetic. He is. He, he's, he's a joke. He is. It's the best
0: way to – he's pathetic. He's a joke. He is. He should not – he's not an NFL quarterback. I don't want him on my team. I don't even want him in the league. You know, he's not – he doesn't have the numbers to be starting quarterback. He doesn't have the numbers to earn $40 million. And in my opinion, he does not have the (laughs) poise or, you know, the personality or the attitude or whatever you want to call it to – lead a team anywhere no. and be successful. He's ne- he's never
1: going to make it to the playoffs unless never. he's on a team as a third stringer because there's no team that's even going to want him as a second stringer no, at this point. No, I don't want he's him gonna on He's going to be team. on a third string team with like the Patriots on Tom Brady's season, one of his great seasons. And yeah. that's the only way he's going to make it to a Super Bowl and win one because he's just, not
0: going to do it by playing. No. He's not going to do it at all. I say he's got seven, eight games in him this year mm-hmm. before – Uh, Carson Wentz is the starting quarterback. And that's only if the Eagles have somewhat of a winning record. If they have any shot at all, the slightest hope of making the playoffs then Carson Wentz will be the starting quarterback by week 7 or 8 yeah. and that's because Sam Bradford's numbers will be so terrible mm-hmm. it won't even be funny he'll hit, he'll hit 10 interceptions before he hits 10 touchdowns easy this year oh my god yeah he's got he's, no team around him right now he's, he's got he's, no one he's also going to be very nervous after what he just did oh
1: yeah i believe th- this is all on him i mean if you were to say i want to play once full season and then see what i can like show out to the rest of the teams that's fine he wanted to be gone immediately after proving nothing yep. he proved nothing he, he's never going to prove anything.
0: I, just, uh, I hate him. He's awful. He's, he is. He's, he's become my I'm least ta- favorite player in the NFL.
1: I'm taking Manziel over him. I'm taking Zach Mettenberger. Zach Mettenberger
0: is hands down a better quarterback than Sam Bradford yeah. and will easily start on my team before Sam Bradford does. Yeah.
1: Now with that attitude. He's never playing on my team. I would not even
0: look at him. Awful. Awful. I'm saying, yeah, eight, seven, eight games max mm-hmm. before Carson Wentz is in there and then Sam Bradford's never going to play a game again. No, he's true. never he's never going to start an NFL game again unless he has to.
1: How does that locker room even like right now after he just did that? Like, I would I would probably punch him right
0: in the face. Yeah, as I want to. I, I want like, to know how Carson Wentz is supposed to learn behind a guy who's too big of a crybaby to teach him. Mm-hmm. You know, like Sam Bradford knew what he was doing when he signed that contract. Yep. He knew that he had two years to show that he is the starting quarterback, and they needed a backup plan just in case he didn't work out. Well, Carson yep. Wentz is that backup plan. Yep. Um, and now. He's supposed to show that he's the guy and he's there to stay, but instead he went, whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean? I have a rookie, uh, you know, second stringer in it. Someone who could eventually take my spot. I don't want that. I don't want competition. He's a joke. Yeah, he's, no, an he's, he's pathetic, and I can't,
1: I can't wait for them to release him next year because that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna be like, oh, we don't need him anymore. Nah, yeah, obviously, like we don't even need him this year at this point. Yep. I, I have a lot of hope in Carson Wentz too. Like once they draft him, like I like Carson so. I have a lot of hope for him, even though they don't have a team around him like at all. Like they have their best player
0: for wide receivers, Jordan Matthews, who dropped at least. Yeah, he's subpar, best. Yeah. But, but I don't know. But I, I I wanted to I wanted to let you go off on that before we ended the show. Yep. Um, I got to thank you one more time for being here. Uh, a pleasure. You know. Love to have you back on anytime you want. I'll be,
1: I'm ready whenever. (laughs) I'm always always ready to do this, so I'm, I'm really excited to be on here, and I'm excited to be on here for future shows, hopefully.
0: Good dude, good. Well, we're we're glad obviously to have you on again. Um, make sure to check out Brandon on BostonBigFour.com. Um, look for his articles. Follow him on Twitter. You know all that fun stuff. Um, he's always throwing you know great, great knowledge and a little, uh, little attitude out there too, which everybody loves. Um, make sure to check us out online, AverageJoeSports.com. Um, that's average Joe's with one S, sports with another S, dot com, slash podcast for all podcasts that you may have missed and future upcoming podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Enjoy the rest of the NBA playoffs. Root for the Cavs. Go Suns in the draft. And everyone, have a good week.